Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unnamed and Untamed. Today, we got a thyroid deep dive for you. So last week, we kind of did a little deep dive on leaky gut. Um, and we're going to kind of cover a couple of topics in the coming months. And today's is thyroid. Um, but before we get into it, going to do a brief pitch at peach and pit because we kind of did some peaches and pits or more pits off screen. Um, actually, I think we touched about on it last week was taxes. So yeah. if you listened, I'll do my my pit first. Because <laughs> if you listened last week, I said I was going to do my taxes and I went to do my taxes and I have to go back again because I was missing stuff. So that is that. But I would say peach of my week is I had a birthday. So I turned 27 Monday. So it's always good birthday feels. Um, very loved, very blessed. And I mean, taxes are just a little, a little hiccup. Did you, what did you do for your birthday? We don't, uh, don't not know. much. I mean, we, I went out to uh, dinner with my family. Um, just kind of chill weekend. And we're going to go to the beach this weekend because it was kind of, chilly for the beach and an overcast so gonna extend the birthday week i love that the beach sounds lovely right now yeah today is bear's birthday as well he turned three so we might take him to the beach if he's a good boy yeah. does he bear's like the beach job, for those of you guys who are wondering not her husband oh yeah what's that mike will come yeah. to too I guess your husband wouldn't be three either, but yeah. So just sort of <laughs> yeah. We know Bear. Mayor, what about you? Um, so oh my gosh. You know what? I'll be honest, guys, this week's a little bit of a blur for me. It's a little bit of a blur. It's been a great week, but it's been of a blur of a week. Um, a lot, a lot going on, a lot in the mix. Um, some old clients coming back, um, current clients doing great. You know, I think, Sonia, you said it a while ago that you're just feeling so confident in the type of coaching that you're doing. And I have to say, like, I'm in that place right now where I'm just, I'm super happy. I'm super confident. Um, and yeah, just personal, um, personal wise, we have, a, I just have a lot going on. Um, I guess a peach would be everything, but we got some air purifiers for their house. Um, so that is super fun. And I have to say, definitely can tell a difference in the area downstairs where the current air purifier is. And then the other two should be arriving like today or tomorrow. So that is very cool and exciting. Um, but yeah, so pretty general, but all is good. All is good in this world. All is good. All is good here too. We, our son has been out last week. We had good son and then we had good son yesterday and there's sun today and it's always like really I just every time I go outside when there's sunshine I just think I would just love to live somewhere where we have this all the time <laughs> or at least yeah. sometimes um but it was really nice to kind of get out other than that just same thing taxes and just honestly like I think realizing just technology I think we we harped on this before we got on the call but recently I've had some issues with billing software that I've used and just that realizing that you should have been more on top of stuff than you were is always like a really hard lesson to learn, but it's a learning lesson nonetheless. So we are just going to take it as being smarter and working harder for the upcoming year um, to make sure that it doesn't happen again. So always a learning lesson, 
a little stressful about a learning lesson. So yeah. my thyroid might've been a little down. Speaking of stress. <laughs> yeah. All the extra supplements, all adaptogen and cordies and all the things this week. So all of it. So excited to kick off the thyroid. We also did Austin's thyroid class, which wasn't the reason why we decided to do this podcast. We actually had this in the book, but as part of the peach for this last kind of week, since we checked in, we did all get to jump in on Austin's class, which is always really nice to kind of see. I like seeing the gang, you know what I mean? It's kind of like we're a community and we don't always get to connect. So seeing that, and then obviously always revisiting kind of the fundamentals and basics of thyroids key, because I think sometimes when you get to the place you're coaching all the time, you're dealing with people with heavy thyroid disorders and autoimmune conditions. Sometimes like you forget, Oh, not necessarily forget, but you just need to be reminded of the basics a little bit more. So that's always like a really, I always love to learn in general, even if it's something I feel like I already know, I I have a second opportunity to like know it deeper than I knew it before. So same. It's, and it's always nice to, it's like small things, not that you forget, but like, you just need, you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's that as well. And also hearing how other people, other people's brains work when they, you're talking about the thyroid, it's, it always triggers something kind of cool. And we never get to take class together. We all, well, we do, but we all kind of do our own things as well. So it's always nice to come together and uh, be, be in the same space. That's what we like recording together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, good to see just familiar faces and other people leveling up too and getting those refreshers in the industry. Um, but the reason why thyroid comes up a lot with clients is your thyroid gland very much responds to all sorts of inputs. So inputs you give it, it responds to the external environment. Um, so things like, uh, stress, which encompasses a lot of things. So it could be under eating, frequent dieting, over exercising, nutrient deficiencies, um, you know, poor gut health. Like we talked about last week, medications like birth control, even, um, you know, infections can trigger the thyroid, um, either to, well, in most cases to kind of downregulate. And that's what we often see a lot is a low functioning thyroid. We don't often see hyper thyroidism. We all, we more often, I think as coaches, and you guys can correct me too, if I'm wrong, but see more hypo, um, which is going to be that, that downregulated thyroid. And again, kind of thinking like inputs and like outputs, like when you think, when you think thyroid, you think metabolism, but it's involved in a lot more than that. Um, but you know, when, you know, the body gets a, a sign from the environment that there's a stressor, it kind of turns some dials you can think about to kind of downregulate some functions to put resources elsewhere. And if it starts to think that, Hey, like maybe, you know, um, you know, digestion isn't a priority right now, it's going to kind of slow the dial, slow things down a little bit. Um, and that's where we start running into issues, you know, with things, you know, downstream because of this, this slowdown across the board, um, when it comes to, uh, you know, different processes in the body. Yeah. I think that, you know, when people think about thyroid, um, some of the symptoms, and I think that if you like listen to symptoms and going off of like what Sarah said, as far as what the thyroid does, we can almost think of it as turning things up or slowing things down. So think of it like, I don't know, the gas or the throttle within your body. Um, and so, 
when we hear people or someone goes to a physician and they say, um, you know, I'm cold or I have depression or opposite, I have anxiety, uh, brain fog, constipation, I'm tired, um, dry skin, acne, trouble losing weight. That's a big one. Trouble losing weight, unexplained weight gain. Um, I think I already said cold. Um, uh, dizzy. I'm dizzy when standing. Um, hair loss is another one. Um, maybe this one never gets associated, but I think that it should be, which is menstrual cycle irregularities. Um, and so if you think about what the thyroid does with what Sarah said, turning things up, slowing things down, you can see with these symptoms of like constipation, if thyroid has decided to prioritize other processes and turn down the switch, well, everything's going to turn down. So like motility is going to slow down. Um, body temperature could be affected and go down. We start being more tired or having feelings of anxiety. Um, so this is kind of how I talk to clients with regard to thyroid is kind of like being that knob and it goes off of what the brain is telling us. And so this is where going back to making that associations with the body between the brain, the thyroid, and then the brain, the adrenals, the brain and the ovaries and how all these systems start talking to each other. So it's very irregular that it's a strictly a thyroid issue. When the thyroid is involved, we do need to look at other systems. Yeah, no, I think the other thing too, just kind of backing up a little bit to reiterate with Sarah, the reason that we see more hypo cases than hyper cases is a down regulation, but the hyper cases tend to be a little bit more of like an autoimmune ish trigger. The immune system is creating a reaction. You very rarely will see somebody's thyroid upregulate from something like stress. That's it's an uncommon response. And normally it's a little bit more of a genetic predisposition to having that. So like Graves disease is very different than like hypothyroidism a graves is like a disease is actually like a textbook diagnosis of like this is what can actually happen and you'll see that in the same same thing with like addison's disease where we have that almost strange reaction in someone's genetic makeup that creates issues with cortisol regulation in times of high high stress so normally that's why we see that um and the symptoms for hyper just so everyone knows as well is like can very easily mimic stressful times. And so sometimes what you'll see as a person will under like under perform in their thyroid. So they'll downregulate hypothyroidism, or I just like to say downregulated thyroid. Cause I feel like hypothyroidism, people feel like I have this thing and it's like, no, your thyroid's just a little bit tired. I say the so same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I hate being like, oh, I have thyroiditis. It's like, no boo, you're distressed. So there's a downregulation in your thyroid and then you start, you're now prescribed medication. Great. Because your thyroid, that's the reason you're not losing weight. Let's not look at blood sugars, cortisol, any of the other thousand reasons we've already recorded on that you might not be losing weight on. Let's talk about it's your thyroid. So your doctor gives it to you and tells you this will upregulate metabolism. And that gets us excited. It's going to give you more energy. It's going to help with metabolism. That this is probably the reason you're not losing weight. So said person might take that thyroid medication. Well, let's just say they're on that normally for four or five years at the very least. They don't often just get brought on and cycled off. 
Now life is a little bit less stressful. Maybe you've started working on stuff, removed that toxic relationship, changed your job, healed your gut, started exercising a little bit more. Now you're starting to experience more anxiety, more stress, more heart palpitations. This is normally a sign that you are over-medicated. And I'll typically see this in people who have competed or gone through extreme dieting and or eating disorder behavior who were put on medication and never taken off or adjusted within that medication. And I think it's really important to understand the symptoms of hyperthyroidism because a lot of times I'll see clients dealing with massive amounts of anxiety and stress. And when we dig deep into it there and we look at things like their free T, not just their TSH, we find that they're a little bit over medicated for where they need to be during that time because the thyroid is like a wave, right? Like it's up, it's down, it's here, it's there. And if you're dosing for very low, when you come on board, it's going to be an issue. Or if you start taking maybe a multivitamin and now you're converting more of that T4 to T3, that's another thing that can turn you into a hyper state with your thyroid. So having some awareness about that will give you some power to kind of understand and self-regulate a little bit more in your body of what you may and may not need. Yeah. I want to piggyback off of what you said, because I do think that it is um, less common for people to be in that hyper, but I'm the same. I have actually seen several clients come to me on medication, different types of medication. And once we take the step back and start fueling their body appropriately, perhaps tidy up any digestive, do all the things we've done the things, skip forward. Well, we start to get lab work and we perhaps I might, I might be seeing symptoms or maybe even hearing in their dialogue that they're very like heightened. Um, everything is very urgent and like just a lot of anxiety, a lot of exclamations. Um, and we get lab work and they're now hot in that type of, yeah, that's uh, the one that oh, I'm having hot flashes. They think it's diarrhea. <laughs> yeah. We've seen all the things and you don't have to have all the things you can have some of the things. And I think where I want to mention is to anybody is going off of medication or reducing medication can be scary. And I just want that to be said that on the podcast right now, you aren't alone. You're not the only person and you're not the anomaly. We see this often as coaches, as the body improves, that's when we might need to do some adjusting and dosages. And I know, I think it's maybe like a societal thing because everybody quote has been preached that thyroid is the demon. Everyone needs thyroid medication. Oh, I can't lose weight because it's my thyroid. So coming or reducing your medication automatically is going to mean weight gain. And I just want to say those things are not necessarily correlated. And if anything, you could be creating a further problem by staying on medication at a dosing that is too high for your, your body. It's kind of like that conversation we were talking about people taking metformin, you know, thinking that it's a cure-all and they don't need it. Like guys <laughs> think about things. Yeah. The other thing too, that can happen is it can actually convert. So let's just say you're taking a medication that's T4, right? Or even a blend, right? But typically we'll see this levothyroxine, right? Very, very common medication. It really does a number on people when it starts converting from T4 into reverse T3. So there's, there's your body has a stress response and basically we'll just call it a communication response that is used to protect your body in stressful situations. And what happens is it takes that and actually slows down your T3 to put the brakes and the pause to protect your body. 
And that is very common, a lot more common in, in prescription thyroid medications than if you were just converting your own T3 over. And then even more on top of that, you'll see that in prescription medications versus something like NP thyroid or natural desiccated thyroid support or something of the sort. Those have a lot less chance of doing that. So if you are running a lab panel or you are on levothyroxine and you are seeing a weight gain, which is very common with that, looking into your reverse T3 would be the first like kind of route for that. And then if that is an issue that you're dealing with, not everyone's going to be able to just reduce their stress overnight and drop their reverse T3, but moving to a better or, or more, a less, an option with a less chance for that conversion is always going to be what I would suggest for any of my clients dealing with that. So MP thyroid, natural desiccated thyroid, bovines. So like thyroid boost essentials plus GTA forte. There's a lot of different options that you're and your practitioner can work together on, but that's just something to be aware of as well. Um, do y'all want to kind of, so before we jump to medication, do y'all want to kind of go over maybe what we should probably be looking at prior to jumping straight to, Hey, being on a thyroid medication, um, you get your labs and thyroid doesn't look optimal. So I'll start with what labs to get. So I always suggest my clients to always, always get a full thyroid panel. I'm going to tell you right now, if you were somebody that worked with me like four or five years ago, I might've been like, Hey, you know, save the $20 for the antibodies. You know, you just had them run. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to call myself out. That has bitten me in the butt. It is worth the, the 10, I think it's like maybe 15 bucks to add that on. But again, if our, if you're our clients, you know, um, always get the full thing. I think the max might cost you 70 bucks to have them included. So you're going to look at TSH. You're going to, I normally suggest getting total T4, total T3, free T4, free T3, reverse T3, both antibodies. And then if you're getting a, like a, a thyroid panel that has all of those, nine chances out of 10, it's going to have a T3 uptake, which has nothing really to do with T3. It's essentially looking at your thyroid binding globulin that, you know, having the rest of it really is a full picture. I would say that's a nice, you know, addition and nine chances out of 10, if you're getting your lab work through us, that's going to come in a complete panel. Anyway, if you're buying these as individuals, though, those first ones I mentioned to me, both antibodies, TSH, total T3, T4, free T3, T4, reverse T3. That is going to be what I'm going to call basic. And again, kind of going back to other episodes, make sure you have an accurate CBC and CMP. Like that's really helpful. And if we're really going to do it, get a full fucking lab panel, guys. <laughs> look at, your, an iodine. Look at your, your hormones. I love an iodine test as well. And yeah. they're like really trying to troubleshoot your thyroid because that being low can answer so many questions right there. Yeah. Vitamin yeah. C, look at, you know, yeah. uh, iron <laughs> so, ideally get a full lab panel well, and hormones, is, everything. Yeah. I mean, this transis <laughs> transitions us into, so what are you going to do about it? Like, what are you going to do yeah. about those thyroid labs? So if we have more, a more complete picture, you know, we can see maybe where you need some more specific support as well as, you know, taking, taking inventory of, 
you know, your life and your routine and, you know, your stressors. Um, so I think like biggest place we probably all start is with nutrition. So what, what is your diet look like? Um, your diet quality, are you, um, loading up on the veggies? Are you loading up on like, where, where, where are you getting your micronutrients from? You know, it is kind of the biggest thing we, we start looking at because there's a lot of important micronutrients that the thyroid needs to, um, to, for your body to produce thyroid hormone. And then back to, I think Sonia was talking about that, that thyroid conversion to your active thyroid hormone. Um, so that's where the vitamin D comes in checking your status. Cause we don't want to just blindly supplement. Um, seeing your iron status, iron is an important one for thyroid as well as vitamin A, um, selenium, zinc. So there's a lot that we can do diet wise. And I, again, I've said this before, but I like people to plug their, um, their day of eating or a couple days of eating into chronometer just to kind of see where they're falling nutrient wise. And that kind of gives us an idea of like, Hey, maybe you're slacking on the B vitamins, um, and a lot of these nutrients are going to be animal proteins. So things like red meat, chicken, liver, um, seafood. So expanding your, your palate and, and just looking at adding more variety in the diet that often takes care of a lot. Um, you know, so if you're somebody that, you know, you always eat the same things, you know, branching out, looking to get some diversity is going to be really helpful. Um, so like micros are a big one. And then I would also say like making sure digestion is in check here so that we're actually absorbing and assimilating those nutrients um, are going to be pr- one of the, the big places I start for, for most people. Yeah. I heard something I want to share with you guys. Yeah. I heard, you know, we always say you are what you, you know, assimilate what you use. I heard someone say you are what you excrete. And I was like, that is so smart because if you're not having proper detoxification pathways, you're literally reabsorbing all of that. Well, yeah. and then what is the thyroid control, right? Like exactly digestion. Yeah. And there. So like getting in the cruciferous veggies, the olive oils, yeah. the MCT oils, you know, things like that for your liver. Um, super important. It makes a big difference. It really, really does. And then, and then lifestyle too, right? Like, and to kind of like piggyback on both of those things, detox and food support. I'm always talking to clients too about like, okay, outside of like activity, what is, are you doing drinking water? You're drinking tap water. Are you using a lot of like body lotions and stuff with fragrances on there? Are you using a lot of these like hormonal receptor disruptors, endocrine disruptors is what they're called that can create some of these issues because the liver is resilient. God, she's a, just really fucking cool. His liver's so cool, guys. And she can rebuild and detox and she can be broken down and torn up and come back. Thyroid is not. Your thyroid does not have a detox mechanism. Your thyroid does not have a chance to clean itself out. Once the damage is done, the damage is done. It will not regrow. You can literally have 10% of your liver and it will regrow itself. Your liver is, like I said, very resilient. So being ultra aware if you are somebody who has a downregulated thyroid or having some of these symptoms, just about kind of what that environmental toxin load looks like for you can be one thing. And then the second part of that is like activity, movement, stress. What are, what is your, we talk about this allostatic load, meaning like what is the total load of stressors? Is it the traffic, the kids, your job, being at home, not sleeping, you know, like exercising too much, orange theory, 
twice a day on weekends because you only got four sessions in during the week? Are all of these things adding to that? And the answer is most likely yes. They are not only adding to it, they're probably the reason why it happened in the first place, to be honest with you, which is why you'll see that people think, oh, I'm getting healthier. This should be more. Well, no, your healthy lifestyle might actually be driving the down regulation of said thyroid in the first place. Yeah, that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead, Sarah. I'm going to say something on that, too. I was just going to say, like, the little things we talk about, like breathing, you know, for example, there's a reason we talk about getting a good, proper diaphragmatic breath. Like that is, you know, you can go a couple days without water, you know, a week without food, but, you know, you can't go very long without breathing. So getting, you know, um, you know, having those deep diaphragmatic breaths, is going to help move your lymph. It's going to help your liver. Um, and, you know, just like little things like that really do go such a long way with supporting your, your, your stress response, that allostatic load that, that Sonia mentioned, that's, uh, things we got to kind of look at what's, what's filling up your stress bucket and then maybe ways that we can start making your bucket bigger so that you can start handle more stress, handling more stressors is going to be a big part of the equation here. Yeah. There's, there's two things you guys are saying that I'm like, now I have to touch on. Um, one thing that I'll go for Sarah first, and then I'll have to come back to Sonia to see if I remember. Um, Something that I want to encourage everyone is to make sure that you do not try to start identifying or your identity does not become a quote diagnosis. I see that often happen, especially with, I have hypothyroidism, I have Hashimoto's. Um, These are things that you can improve on. However, I think what's, what's hard and difficult, and this is going back to like what Sonia said, lifestyle and often we can do these things to ourselves is sometimes I see folks that think that they're doing a really good thing by, you know, eating, you know, uh, eating clean, um, eating so clean. Or um, I think Sarah, you made a, a post the other day on, um, you know, restricting food and trying to diet to try to achieve these bodies. And we have to remember that everything is give and take with the body. And by trying to diet and achieve a body look that you equate with health, that actually could be a, a, you know, falling piece to your thyroid health because you are in a deficit. You're not fueling your body. Um, Eating so clean, but not putting in the micronutrients that you need, such as salt, which is going to affect that digestion everyone's talked about, which is going to affect the nutrients that go into your body that your thyroid needs. So, So, it's all connected. And I know that everyone probably gets tired of us talking about all the connections and not focusing on this one thing, but you can't, when you start realizing how intertwined things are, I was talking to a client earlier today and we have started to peel back the onion that which she is. And what's really cool is now that we're peeling back the onion for her with her thyroid issue, um, we're improving her adrenal glands. We're improving stress management. Thyroid is improving. But what we're also seeing is because her antibodies are starting to go down, we're starting to see what's actually underneath. And so now we need to kind of dig a little bit deeper and that can be exhausting in itself. But I think the cool thing that she's not doing is that she's not identifying with quote, you know, being hypothyroid or, oh, I'm going to be fatigued all the time. If anything, she's really working on all the abundance through these things. And I think that that's why we're seeing such positive results with her system. So that was kind of a lot, but I wanted to touch on everything you guys just said. 
And the same thing I do want to say as well, don't get married to specific numbers with your thyroid. Yeah. I can't tell you how many people are like, I feel night and day different, like night and day different. I feel good, a good digestion, good motility, like good movement throughout the day. Like I feel great, feeling so much better. And then we run labs and they see lab numbers that are maybe like not quite where we would want them in the first place. Like, oh, maybe they're 2.7 and they're not 3.5 and maybe their TSH is 2.8 and it's not two. Like that, and then they get disappointed and discouraged and nothing's going to work. And it's like, most people are sitting in astronomical levels on some of these things. And they're at, you know, five TSH and they're at, you know, one T3 and they're being told they're normal. So like, don't get married to the numbers, get married to how you feel. We talk about this with sex hormones too. Everyone has a different amount of receptor sites, a different amount of cells. Like it's just it's not going to be one size fits all. You can have two people that feel exactly the same and their numbers are going to look that exact or two different things. So just keep that in mind as well. Yeah. That's yeah, like a lot of the shoulds I see with like my clients that are coaches a lot too, because they know like maybe markers look or numbers and ranges to be, you know, quote unquote optimal, but, and then they feel down on themselves. Like, Oh, I'm a coach. I should be this, you know, I, I should be, you know, I, I check all these boxes. Why is my body not responding? And it's like, well, maybe, maybe it is, maybe it has been. And I mean, I know for me, like in particular, like my thyroid labs, like if you look at my trends from the last five years, it's improved, but it's not in that quote optimal range yet. But what have I done to my body the last 10 years? Like not exactly all conducive to thyroid health. So I can't expect it to like turn around in a couple years of, you know, doing the right things because honestly, it's still low because it's trying to protect me. It's like, oh, hold on home girl. Like, I know you're, you've been doing some good stuff now, but you know, you have a track record of not treating me so right. So <laughs> I think, you yes. know, just continuing Very to get your body the inputs. So it starts trusting you again. That, that was a big mindset okay. shift for me, at least. Yeah. I think that that's something too, that you can be tough for clients and with social media is they will see on social media that, you know, whatever coach will post something up and be like, I got this person healed in six weeks. Hallelujah. You know, and I'm like, Hey, like, don't let that steal your thunder. Um, cause like Sarah said, like, I mean, I want everyone to rewind right now, stop, rewind and listen to what she said about her history on what she has had in that she was like, Hey, you know what? Like I am seeing a positive correlation with things going up. They're not where quote that optimal space yet, but she's also taking into account like how she currently feels where she has come from. And, you know, you can't compare that. So is she failing? No, she's not failing at all. She's doing a fantastic job. And I think that that's really hard for clients because they're like, oh, well, you know, this person was fixed in, you know, eight weeks. I'm like, well, you're not broken. Um, and, you know, and it can, can take longer. And often what you have been doing, you've been doing it a lot longer than a year even. <laughs> totally. And like looking for I things think- outside your labs, like, are you pooping easier? Like, is your hair coming back? Like, are we maybe like seeing some adaptations as far as like, we can start increasing your carbs a little bit and your body's, you know, you're getting a pump in the gym again, and you're assimilating these nutrients. Like those are all signs that your body is moving in a positive direction. Yeah. I I think that, you know, how you feel 
And I have myself like had a great sex drive at no estrogen and no progesterone and low testosterone. And I've had a shitty sex drive at optimal levels. Yep. And if I literally like it's even as a coach, sometimes you're like, oh, my levels are low. It gets in your head. You start thinking, oh, maybe I am. Oh, I just can't. Oh. And then it's like, no, fuck that. I feel fine. (laughs) You know, like it's even as a coach, especially as coaches, we go through that, you know, and you'll see that too, even with like TPOs, knowing that like the difference between 150 and a TPO, like I can do that with a client, but there's a point at that 50 mark getting below that is a real fucking struggle. Getting zero non-detectable is going to be a lot harder than going from 200 to 100. So knowing too, when we're, we're pushing for perfection, the closer we get to that optimal, the more we're really going to have to be with our shit. Cause on Monday you could test one way. And on Thursday you could test another way with your thyroid and you don't want to be married to those numbers because sleep, stress, your cycle, all of this will play a part into it. All yeah. of it. So keep that in yeah, consideration. I want to say too, what you just said on the antibodies. Um, that's why I do suggest getting them for everybody. Um, because not that they're flagged clinically high and they may not be the highest we've ever seen as coaches, but by watching those antibodies start to rise, I like to use that as, Hey, the yellow flag is out now, kids, you know, the safety car is out. We, we need to do some addressing. Let's not wait until we're like flipped over the barrier. Let's the safety cars out. Let's do some reassessing here. Um, because again, this is why I like looking at the full picture because you can start to see some, some direction that your body is going and you might not have any issues yet. And we're not looking for issues. That's the biggest thing is I always say, what are you looking for? I'm hoping I'm looking for health. That's what I'm looking for. Um, But if I am seeing some small things where we are getting into like antibodies that are in like the twenties, thirties, and we start to see cholesterol, you know, a lipid start rising up and things, everything else looks great. I'm going to say, Hey, let's start looking at some inflammation and stress things that are going on in your life. Nothing crazy. Let's just start looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Hey guys, that was awesome. Yeah, I hope awesome. everybody yeah, enjoyed that. Very easy. I've gotten really good feedback on these shorter, just like snippets, uh, like just shorter direct. People are like, oh, I love this. It's like little coins of goodness. We like that. We you like know, you guys can drugs. take these coins. And I mean, the three of us have a lot of experience working with clients with various, you know, levels of thyroid downregulation, Hashimoto's, autoimmune um, conditions. So reach out. All of our information is in the show notes and share this episode with a friend that could use some of these nuggets. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed and we'll have another topic for you guys next week. Perfect. All right. Bye.